this is Jackie Phillips. Hi, this is Steve Romaine. Welcome, Welcome to Reset You Today. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Dane. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Great, thank you. I'm so excited to have Dane Johnson on today. He's the founder of Crohn's Colitis Lifestyle and eFund Your Health. What's up, guys? <laughs> Great day. <laughs> Welcome to our show, Dane. Thanks for having me, bro. Good to have you. Nice to meet you as well. So, hey. Welcome back. Hi, Sifu. I'm excited about today's show. I am too. Yeah. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn a whole lot, and our guests will learn a lot too. That's what yes. I'm talking about. Yeah. Dane is the ultimate reset story. <laughs> you really are. Mm. Yeah. You completely transformed your life. Thank you. Thank you. So you have suffered from Crohn's disease and colitis, mm -hmm. and you got your first symptoms, you said, at 19. Yep. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the disease first? Yeah, sure. So, you know, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and autoimmune diseases that affect the digestive tract. So if um, it can cause issues just as simple as bloating, maybe a little cramping, maybe a little urgency, like, oh, i got to run to the restroom. Things we've all had from having you know one bad spicy meal, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Or eating that one thing where it's like I'm not touching yeah. that. Right? <laughs> so that's not a great with me. <laughs> right. So it can be that, but I guess someone who has Crohn's disease or uh, or IBD for that matter mm -hmm. is chronic, chronic, chronic symptoms where they can't eat anything. At one point, I couldn't eat uh, you know an avocado. I couldn't eat uh, spinach. I couldn't have uh, chicken. I couldn't eat any whole food at the point where I had a feeding tube in my arm. Wow. Um, at the hospital. So this isn't well, just like a food allergy issue. It's greater yeah. than that, right? It's, it's, we want people to understand that. Yeah. Well, food allergy is your immune system actually having an allergic reaction to a food. When you have Crohn's or colitis, that is part of the problem, but it's also that your stomach's become so inflamed, it's become so sick. Almost imagine that your meat had been shattered in nine places and you wanted to start running again. Mm. See, you can stay off your meat. You can't stay off your stomach. stomach. Right. Yeah. Can't yeah. stay off your stomach. That's the chronic. It's like if you had to walk up a hill to get water for your family every day and you shattered your knee in nine places, imagine trying to make that work every day. It might kill you because mm -hmm. you literally couldn't even drag yourself mm -hmm. up that hill after a while. And you doing it every day just made it worse and worse and worse. Where you have to eat. Exactly. So it becomes a vicious cycle. Right. Uh, do, do, do. And people just get so sick. And unfortunately, where are conventional medicine system is, which I have respect for and is very helpful in, in, in a lot of ways, is treating symptoms. It's managing symptoms instead of looking at the root cause. And I found through myself and a lot of my clients that the root cause can be changed when a daily protocol is put together and simplistically. And one thing, one of my favorite sayings is to master anything in this world is to simplify it. Mm. Do mm -hmm. sleep. Exactly, yeah. right? Do you know, uh, do or do not. Do, you know, there is no try. Yoda, right? So I feel that uh, whenever I look at something, I always say, where can I simplify my day? And my rule of thumb, when I got super sick, I'll give you a story. When I finally decided that I had to give natural medicine a try, because it seemed way overwhelming. You know, I worked at Papa John's for four years. I ate pizza every day. Wow. Right? I grew up at McDonald's. When, we, when I was 16, you know, I was playing football and basketball, and we were saying, let's see how many calories we can eat to see if we can gain weight, because we all want to be 200 pounds with a 305 bench, bench press. Yeah. You yeah. know? 
That didn't work out too, too well. Not only get my arm broken in two concussions, but then I got Crohn's disease. Great. Hey, take the note. This is not your calling. Um, so when did yeah. symptoms turn in? When like so you first started having symptoms at nineteen. Yes. So that was right after yeah. the Papa John's and McDonald's getting yep. frenzy. Yeah. The Papa John's era. <laughs> So then after the Papa John's era, you started to have symptoms, uh -huh. and then when did you realize that mm -hmm. it was more than symptoms and this was something serious? Well, I got my first scare when I was when I was 19, and I was putting myself through a lot of stress trying to gain more muscle and lose body fat. Like a lot of those guys out there, those night, you know, you guys, I know where you're at. You want to be big and strong. You want to be the man. You want to walk around with your broad shoulders. I get it. And I was doing the same thing. I was cutting out carbs. I was adding tons of protein. I was drinking five whey protein shakes a day, working out twice a day, doing interval stuff, casing protein at night. And all of a sudden, I just started having to get a little more urgency and urgency. And um, then I had a little blood in the stool. And I was like, what is that? Did I have beets or what? What was that? You know, I didn't know what it was. So that scared me and I immediately stopped what I was doing and it started to go away. And I think one thing that helped me is I went to college in Charleston, uh, South Carolina, College of Charleston. We had a beach two miles away. College is 15 hours a week of school. Mm -hmm. Come on. I mean, you got vitamin D, you got mm -hmm. your boys, mm -hmm. you got 15 hours a week of college. <laughs> I did pre-calc in high school, so I was like, this is simple. Um, so, you know, I was, I was laughing, I was seeing a reduction in stress, I was getting lots of vitamin D. I was, because I was into personal training and I was going to, I was on the side of college, I was also going to ISSA for um, a certified personal trainer and I started working with people at 19. So I had already- were you studying medicine in school? What were you studying? I was studying marketing, business, sales, and marketing. So my other, what I really love besides uh, natural medicine is wealth management. Not because I'm greedy, but because I, I'm obsessed with the idea of self-empowerment and freedom mm -hmm. from society's ideas of what um, has to be done, you know, and money is just a point-based system. Right, it's it's just a, it's just a yeah. way to imprison people, I believe. Uh, so I don't like being in prisons, as you can see. <laughs> Crohn's, yeah. financials, no, we're not doing any of this. Um, so, yeah, so then I, uh, so I think what helped me at that young age is that I immediately stopped cutting up soda. And 10 years ago, this was not, no one was doing this, you know, everyone was drinking soda, everyone was eating fried chicken, everyone was eating french fries. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't as big as it is right now. And so I just naturally got away from those things, not necessarily for my health, but for my vanity. <laughs> you know, because I, yeah. be, I wanted to be a fitness guy. I wanted to be a personal trainer, and I wanted right. to be in shape, and I wanted to have the six right. pack. And the look. Yeah, yeah, I wanted right. to have the look. Yeah. So I was like, no soda, no refined sugars, no kind of, you know, low glycemic complex carbs, mm -hmm. you know? So I was doing, I think that helped out a lot. Um, but by the time I was 23, college was over. I was working 60 hours a week in an in a office job in Washington, D.C. 401k, suit and tie, fluorescent lights, 60 hours a week. Indoors. Here comes Crohn's disease. Right. No more beach. No more beach. Uh, sleeping on my dad's couch because I was trying to pay off my $35,000 in student loan debt. Recirculated air. Yep, air, mm -hmm. air quality. I, air quality is a big problem. And the more I'm in New York, the more I see air quality be a problem. Uh, so. The, the common factors I think saving when I was 19 is I, I immediately subconsciously cleaned up my diet. I was in the sun. I wasn't working much. I didn't have stresses of a job or money. 
Uh, I, was, I was living with six of my guy friends. And they were good guys. Like we, we were good guys. And it was 80% girls. So if you could throw a football, you were getting a date. Like, if you, we, there was no skills involved. Like, if you could just, hey, just get out the football, take your shirt off. We'll be good for crying. Um, so that was our strategy. It didn't work as well once we got out of college. But, uh, so it was a fun time, and, and I was around really, really good guys. They weren't these, you know, assholes, so to speak, right? So. Then, uh, but when it came, you look at the, the changes and the trends were constant stress, under, sitting down in the cubicle all day long, diet went to crap because now I'm eating at restaurants that are all GMO, all random greasy fried food, mm -hmm. stress of having a boss for the first time, looking over my shoulder, seeing what I'm doing. I was probably surfing the web of YouTube half the time with that job. I'm so bored out of my mind. I used to say, like, I saw walking dead people. I was like, these are zombies everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Just waiting for their next raise. Yeah. You know, I was like, no way. So I got diagnosed there. I got diagnosed. I started going to the bathroom 15, 20 times a day, bloody bowel movements, anemic, tired, uh, couldn't sleep through the night, and just chronic anxiety, pain. And Did you have uh, night sweats? Eventually, yeah. I had night sweats, so. Eventually, I was put on 6MP. That was uh, when I was 24. And I started getting lots of night sweats. I mean, drenched, waking up, shivering, uh, com beds completely soaked in water and sweat. Wow. I mean, you had to change your sheets, put down towels. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know and a lot of people have been through that. You had other symptoms too. You had the back acne. Yep. Um, yep. I had a cystic acne covered mm -hmm. for about two years. Uh, I thought it was never going to go away. I didn't know what it was. I was bleaching my skin every day because you go to a dermatologist. They say, "Oh, take Accutane, take these antibiotics, and then also here you can use this um, Hydro, whatever they were using. I can't remember the names of it now. When I studied it for a while, it was all this stuff to bleach your skin and try to clean all the acne. But I had cystic acne up my shoulders, chest, shoulders, all through my back. Anyone who wants to see it, I got a picture on my Instagram where they yeah. can see how it was. But it was." The irony was uh, at that point I had changed my life and I, I quit my job and I worked hard and I became a, um, an international model. So, <laughs> you know, it was the most ironic thing where I created a career out of nothing. I got signed with the biggest agency. I was working in Miami, New York, LA, Germany, I went to France, London. A lot less stress. Yes, until they sort of put me on planes and then I had started thinking, I got to be perfect. I got to look perfect. I, you know, I have yeah. now Crohn's, and now I have to work out harder. Yeah. I'm using, you know, things like creatine, and and, and I'm using uh, caffeine type pre pre workout stuff that destroys your gut, causes inflammation. Uh, you got to be careful with that stuff, guys. All that pre training stuff, no no end explode, whatever you're using, CO two, whatever it's called, that stuff is short term gains for long term problems, mm. and. Um, Hydroxy cut. Hydroxy cut, same thing. I mean, these mm -hmm. things 100% aggravate your gut and they disturb your microbiome. What about the five-hour energy thing that a lot of people use? Well, there's a lot of research on that to show it causes problems with heart, um, heartbeat rhythm, um, anxiety, stress, gut ir irritant. I mean, the gut gets irritated very quickly, and, and caffeine tends to be a gut irritant, even like organic coffee. So, I mean, it's a stimulant. It's a stimulant on the body, and when you put the body in a state it's not naturally in, there's going to be a side effect. For every A, there's a B, right? The law of relativity. Mm -hmm. um, so now you're a model, you're traveling the world. Yes. But you're still 
under some kind of stress here. Yes. So there was a give and take. I didn't have to go to work every day. I was able to make, um, you know, I could work three days a month and I'd be fine, right? That was the benefit of being a model. But I didn't know when I was going to get paid next. I was under the scrutiny of trying to always look perfect. And um, once I started traveling, I got super sick. So I was using prednisone, I was using Lyota, Acicol, these are uh, common drugs, a steroid and a 5-ASA stomach coder, that helps your calm down symptoms. And they worked at first. You know, the prednisone, which is a temporary drug, you can't stay on it forever, mm -hmm. it will kill you. So, the, biggest, the biggest lesson here to, to learn is life is really about what you, how you choose to respond. It's not about knowing the answer. It's knowing what direction you're going to walk in. If you see a road and you know the road goes to where you eventually want to be, you just have to walk that road. Do you see where you want to be? No. You see what's in front of you, which is adversity. But if, with the consistency of walking forward, like Frodo Baggins, right? Sam, <laughs> you got Mordor is out there. You just got to keep going, right? right? So that is, I would say that the key to healing, whether it's Crohn's colitis or any, I think, disease, is simplifying what you're going to do, what steps you're going to take, turning it into a daily protocol, and then keeping your mindset healthy and your energy balanced. The mo you know, as much as you give, you have to get. Okay. Uh, when you keep that balanced, you can find persistency. You can find consistency. It's easier to follow a nutritional program. It's easier to invest in. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to learn about this. I'm going to try this. This didn't work. I'm okay. Deflect it. That's a negative energy. So uh, I think there's. That's greatness, you know? Yeah. And uh, greatness takes, it takes, it takes. And Perseverance. Must, yeah, it just simply takes. You can put whatever, you know, adverb after that or whatever adjective you want after that, but it's really just greatness takes and you must be willing to give and what, if you don't have balance in your life, you have nothing to give. I really don't believe in willpower as much as a lot of people put into it. It's not just about willpower, it's about balance. If you want to live a certain diet, you want to try fasting, you want to try reading this book and implementing it and getting away from work or putting your time into this or investing your money in this, you have to have balance of energy because that's where faith comes from. That's where um, persistency, the ability to keep going forward. Um, you know, a lot of you might hear this talk and you say, you know what, this is going to change it for me. I, 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 I feel invigorated. I feel great. Why? Because you're getting the energy from this conversation through that lens. That's how powerful energy is. Mm -hmm. So I watch the same movies over and over again mm -hmm. because we feel that energy. Right. All of it is energy. Well, one of the things I talk about a lot in my book is how a reset is always worth the try. Yeah. Like it's always worth the try. Mm -hmm. So in your fight and plight to live, mm -hmm. how did you find the strength to try? Because I think that's the thing that's hardest for most people is like they're ready to give up. Mm -hmm. They're late. I mean, here you are. You're laying in this hospital bed. You're 120 pounds. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were really on the brink of death. Yeah. You know, you really were. Yeah. I mean, how did you say, like, all right, I'm going to read these books. I'm going to get it together. I don't care. I'm going to beat this. Yeah. And it sounds dramatic. When, well, it is that? dramatic. It is dramatic. <laughs> I'm, not a very, I, I'm not a very dramatic person, so I... I uh, the virgin died. It's kind of dramatic. I don't know. I mean, I don't like to laugh, but it's... When, you, when you're in that position... And, and to hear it's dramatic, through, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. When, when you, well, because I, if I heard that, I'd be like, man, that was dramatic. <laughs> but... Um, Welcome to Reset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it really was. It, it really was dramatic, and I was okay. And I tell people, I, 
I was okay with dying. I didn't, I didn't want to die, but I also didn't want to keep going through this pain. And if I didn't have a way out, just kind of like close your eyes and, you know. Yeah, quality of life at that point. Yeah, exist. yeah. I mean, I was, I was just in a lot, a lot, a lot of pain. I was also on a lot of drugs. I don't really remember much. Um, did they so, try to put you on a bag, you know, how they do surgery? They collect me? Yeah. Yes, th I think what saved me from them actually doing that, I wouldn't, I didn't want it at all. Um, I kept refusing, but they, if I had been healthier, they probably would have done it on me. So they thought if they had done the procedure, that might kill me. Because I was, mm -hmm. I was 50 pounds underweight, my blood levels were so, I was losing massive blood. Wow. They couldn't stabilize me. Wow. That was the problem. How did you get stabilized? Well, they eventually, there was a doctor in Florida who believed that there was a viral infection in my stomach, that I was testing negative for everything. They had me on four antibiotics, they had me on um, 200 milligrams of prednisone, they had me on the TPN feeding tube, they had me on three grams of Dilaudid, which is basically legal heroin, and then they had me on Ambien, which is sleeping, and then painkillers. So that was my daily dose, and I was still just going straight down. Yeah, so uh, there was, you know, my, my family flew in, they didn't know what to do. My mom's been the one who was like the sergeant of everything. And uh, she called this doctor and he had this, he had this uh, feeling that there might be a, a virus living in my stomach. And because my immune system was so shot at that point, that it was taking with my body and, and killing me, basically. Um, so we eventually called the health insurance, convinced them to give us a sample of the chemotherapy to try on me. And uh, because they said he might, he's going, we need to do something. And uh, so they gave me a sample of the chemotherapy. I was put on chemotherapy for one day and immediately my results started being, going right So up. did they think it was cancer? No, they thought it was a vir virus infection. So a chemo is an antiviral. Mm. So an antibiotic is an antibacterial. Mm -hmm. uh, so they gave me an antiviral, which is a form of chemo um, mm. because it can't kill your own cells. And so, uh, yeah, I started getting better with that. Then they said, okay, this is something. I stayed on the chemo for around a month. And it was an infusion through a black bag in there. Um, on, my, uh, on my Instagram, I have a picture of me sitting there with a black bag holding a thing with all these things on me. So that was the chemo. And then um, I started being able to walk a little bit, like be able to get to the bathroom. And, uh, then. Uh, about two weeks later, I checked myself out of the hospital, but I couldn't walk at that point because I had such muscle atrophy. I lost so much weight that my legs were not working. So uh, I just decided to go home. I was in school for natural medicine at that point, so I had a lot of access to a few different naturopath professors. And they looked at me like, and they, it's funny now because they laughed, they were dang, we didn't want to say it, but we didn't know what to tell you. You know, they were like, uh, vitamin C, maybe some BCAs. I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Great. Send me the plan. Um, so that's what it was. And I, I sat on a couch for a month and my family took, took turns from flying out and living with me because I wouldn't leave my house. I live in Santa Monica, California. Nice. California's one of the best places to heal because it's sure. sunny, all that, I, you know. We have a beach. I close, so it's about a mile away. Okay. Beach seems to just, sun and sand, sun and yeah. sand seems to help with that. So long story short, I spent uh, that next month basically bed rested. I would just sit there and watch Netflix and I couldn't handle conflict. Like the, my energy was so messed up. This was the weirdest experience. I could not handle watching a cartoon because even all story has conflict. Mm -hmm. I could not absorb any conflict. Zero. I had no tolerance. No. Yeah. I had no energy. It was. It would annoy me. I would become frustrated. I'd become upset. It was almost agony. Wow. 
to even watch something. So all I would watch was um, that uh, Space Odyssey thing, where the guy talks about space, or I don't know, some Netflix thing, where it's like, <laughs> this guy's like, four billion years ago, <laughs> if you shot an arrow through space, it would eventually come back and hit you, or something happened. <laughs> the beginning of man, there were wolves, we turned them into dogs, all this crazy stuff. So I was like, oh, this is interesting, there's no conflict, it's just, so I watched space for like a month, but I couldn't answer a question. When you when you said something to me, I would forget it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. So your short term was. I was like drooling. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they thought I didn't, they didn't know if I was going to come back. But nine months later, I was off every single drug. I gained sixty pounds, and I was working out six days a week, and I took back my career. Wow. So what was the protocol in that though? So you're watching Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first month. Yeah. That was the first month. Yeah, that was I'm the first month. assuming at some point you start reading some books and doing yes. your own research. I was lucky enough that two years before is when I started getting into natural medicine. What we're talking about now was uh, three years ago, three and a half years ago. So it really wasn't that long ago. No. Uh, no? Yeah. I was 20, uh, I say I'll be 31 in two weeks. I was 20, I was turning, I turned 27 in the hospital. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's wow. what it was. Yeah. It, you know, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, oh, this is yeah. way far away yeah. from where you are now. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, I've come a light years away. But it was, yeah. But it, was, it wasn't that long ago. Thousand, really. thousand like three years ago was yeah. not that long ago. thousand days, yeah. 100 days, something wow. like that. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Look what you did. Yeah, yeah. And for all you out there, best thing ever happened to you, how? I started a company. I started a nonprofit. I've helped hundreds of people do the same. Um, I have a story. I have a passion. I have a, you know. I've been able to be real about something. All purpose is rooted in pain. Mm -hmm. There's some pain there to have you mm -hmm. passionate about something. So if you want to find passion in your life, go towards where there's pain. Yeah. Um, so that's the gift of adversity, the gift of pain. We talk about that all the yeah, time. Yeah, we you do. Know, turn your pain into purpose. Turn your pain you know? into purpose. My book, her book, I mean, it's yeah. all exactly. part so, of our philosophy, part of what we've been through. Yeah. yeah. But I think when I, when I healed, again, it all boils down to energy. It's about, manifestation is a abundance of positive energy in one direction and removing the energy around it. If you can gain that line, you will manifest something in your life. It's just how energy works. Now, what is energy? For the purpose of this conversation, I call energy anything that makes you feel. Does your relationship, does your mother, does your food, does your bedroom, does that TV show, does uh, the newspaper, <laughs> all it makes you feel something. So when you get in touch with your energy and you say, is this helping, is this growing me or is it not? And my rule of thumb for healing was, if it's either helping me or it's hurting me. Mm -hmm. So if it can only help me and it can't hurt me, I'll do it. So prayer and purpose could only help me, couldn't hurt me. Meditation could only help me, couldn't hurt me. Uh, not doing any, not going out on Friday nights, cutting out any type of anything. I mean, I made my day about healing. I was paid in the currency of energy, I called it. My job was to get as healthy as possible. So I didn't work, I didn't do anything for nine months. I just, every day, it was about my healing program. How did you survive? You know, people yeah. want to know that too, you know, mm -hmm. because, yeah. I mean, this is, this is great because this yeah. is the truth. And I tell mm -hmm. people this all the time. Your health doesn't matter until it matters. And, yeah. I mean, a, and that's unfortunate. That's the that gift we, of this. Because <laughs> when you're young and if you come over it, you rest of your life. Right. You're 45, you get cancer. You at least already have something. If I get sick or something happens again, I am already armored to the T. 
To fight it. To fight it. Right. If a lot of people don't think about it until it's like late sick. in the game, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's, so there's got to be somebody out there. They're looking at you. They're thinking about the story. They go, yeah, but he was 27. I'm in my 40s. I yeah. got responsibilities. Yep. I can't take off from work. I can't do this. You know, great. You can sit home and heal yourself. How do I heal myself? Yeah. Well, I went through my savings. I didn't just. I, I spent. I spent money. I sac. I would. And a, and a lot of people feel like sacrifice. But what changed for me? If you're 47 out there, you got two kids. You got ten thousand dollars a month. You got to spend to get by. You got to say. You got to simplify it. Where can I? Where, where can I gain time? Where can I gain energy? Remember, it's all about energy. Work around it. And because you have it, there are also certain benefits. You have cash flow. You know, I had no cash flow, and so you have a job. Okay, there's a lot of things you can do in the meantime. Where if you're that sick. You, you know, you're going to have to take off time. You, you, your job's so worth nothing. Time, your right? job's worth nothing mm -hmm. if, if you're six feet under. Okay? You're going to have to make a decision to make your health your number one priority. Now, if, if you really make the health your number one priority, you're saying, this is what I'm going to do, and you just, I would say, take 90 days. You can, um, I would get a healing journal. I can, anyone who needs it, get my information below. You can send some emails, send you a PDF. It'll be on Amazon soon. But what I did is I created a healing journal. And I made it out of nothing. Eventually, it became a, a, a file that I kept for 155 days. Everything I ate, how much organic I was having. Was I gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free? Did I meditate that day? Did I sweat for 20 minutes? Did I uh, do prayer and purpose? Did I do an Epsom salt bath? Did I uh, uh, sit in the sun for at least 20 minutes? What supplements did I take? How many bowel movements did I have? Uh, what was the description of those? You've got some nitty-gritty now. Yeah. yeah. This is what I did. It was, I woke up. Da -da -da -da, nights and notes. How was my nights? What am I going to do today? What's my problem? I'm 40 pounds underweight. Uh, I still can't walk. I'm having 15 bowel movements a day. Okay. What are my solutions? See, there's my problem. I'm getting that out of my head immediately. I'm getting out of that. My, I'm getting that problem out of my body immediately because I am my own best doctor. We all are our own mm -hmm. best doctors. Mm -hmm. Not your only doctor. Mm -hmm. Just your best. You are the CEO of your health, and you have the right to fire anyone. Mm -hmm. No one tells you how your body's going to be, but you. That's it. And I'll, I'll start cursing if I yeah. get that subject, but yeah. any motherfucker, anyone starts, <laughs> anyone starts telling me about what I'm going to do with my body and what I'm going to take, right. they're going to have another thing coming. I got in a lot of screaming matches with some 60-year veteran GIs at the age of 24. Like these guys telling me, I was fine at 18. Now I'm not. What happened? Oh, you have better luck next life. That's what they were telling me. Because that's what they're saying. Yeah. They're saying, well, you have to take drugs for the foreseeable future, which means forever. And then they're going to say, well, what do I have? How did this happen? You just got it. It's just there. Better luck next life. That's basically what they're saying. And I, don't, I refuse that. So when I started reading these that's healing good. books yeah. and I started seeing what other people are doing, it just, it gave me what a slip. What were some book. of the books you read? Just for, yeah, again, the okay. of our audience. A big one for me was The Maker's Diet by Jordan. Jordan Rubin was a big one for me because Jordan Rubin was someone who was a teenager when he got it. He was life-threatening. He had nowhere to go. He did it himself. And it was spiritual. And I think when you really get down to healing, you have to get in touch with your spirit because your spirit is the resource of your energy. Mm -hmm. Like if you have anxiety every day or you have depression, that's just a, that's just a, res, a reflection of how your spirit feels. Mm -hmm. So your spirit is as old as time. Mm -hmm. It does not see this day. It does not see money. It does not see 2017. It is just the deepest sense of you. And when you have things in your mind, that is a reflection of your soul. And your body is a reflection of your mind and your soul put together. So you can use your analytical mind to choose what you emotionally, spiritually need. Okay, because what the analytical mind's best value is, is to dissect 
and put yourself in a state that is irrational, but what is emotional, because emotional is irrational. Mm -hmm. So when you get in that state of, 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 I'm gonna do what I emotionally need, it's an acceptance of your soul, it's an acceptance of God or spiritualism. I need meditation, I need love, I need faith, I need family. Why? It's not rational. It has nothing to do with you, right? But it's emotional, it's spiritual. So when you accept that, then you, if you're 47, you or whoever you are, whatever, use your analytical brain to do what you emotionally need. To put yourself in emotional need. Money is most used to give you a state of what you energetically, emotionally need. And that, when you start building that, guess what? You can reinvest that in what? Your health. It's just, it's, the currency of energy is the same as the currency of money. Um, I call it creating wealth and health. Is, except that energy is worth 10 times more. We buy a $10 million painting because of the energy of that painting. We pay an actor $20 million because of the energy of that actor. We pay that coach, we pay that coach, we pay that, that player. All that money because of the energy they create. So realize that the currency of energy is the true value. So invest your finances in things that give you passive income of energy. Your home, environment, your relationships with your wife, your husband, your mother, your sister, your son, whatever. Uh, your relationship with yourself your cleanliness of your home environment. Your home environment is a healing atmosphere. If you don't walk into your room and you don't feel peace and you don't feel serenity, you don't feel love in that room, you need to work in that room. Um, I call it room flow, bedroom flow, uh, kitchen flow. So look for where you can get passive income. Where can you get passive income in your life of building positive energy? And uh, same thing, a lot of times, everyone always wants to say why someone else isn't right for them or why someone else is causing a problem for them, like your boss or whatever. But what are you doing to change that energy? Because I really, when I identify energy, I say I have two options. I can get away from this energy. Like let's say I find negative energy in my life. I can get away from it or I can change it. Now, the trick is if you have to change it, you have to use your own energy to do it. That's why if you're arguing with someone, they go, you know, I, just to, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this with you anymore, right? It's so upset because we, they're zapping us every day of our energy. Mm -hmm. That's our energy. It's tangible. You say it every day. You've just never actually thought of it in an in a, in a, in a analytical way. You, you get upset with people. You don't want to be around people. Someone who is your best friend just means that they give you positive energy the most consistently. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's who your best friend is. Someone who gives you positive, inspirational, uplifting, never argumentative, never negative the most. I'm so close with my mom. Why? She's my best friend. There you go. I'm so close with my, my dad. I'm so close with my wife. Whatever, because of that. So if someone has to be in your life, change their energy. You start. You start with the ping pong. Give them something good. Be give you something bad? Yeah. Exactly. They give you something negative, give them something good. They give you something negative, give them something good. Just keep volume good to them. And then, and then if they don't give it back, then find ways to just reduce how much you even have to pong it back with them. Um, and so it becomes a strategy. It becomes a chess match of reducing the negative energy in every way and how, another way, what are you listening to? Music is one of the best things because mm -hmm. it's, it's basically free mm -hmm. and you can get it at any time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm constantly listening to music that's uplifting me. I have uh, like playlists like Life is Good, well, Where Dreams Come True, Meditation. Those are my three favorite playlists. So if I'm on the road or something, I'm playing this and it helps me journey. I imagine where I want my life, where I want to be. Especially with music, it's mm -hmm. so repetitive in the words yeah. that you're yeah. just reciting consciously or unconsciously yeah. have a powerful effect on you. You know, and here's an example. If you guys don't know and you're like, ah, just get top 10 Bob Marley songs and play them on the work. There. <laughs> <laughs> Steer it up. Little darling. 
to if you don't calm down from that, then you might need to go to retreat sometime. Yeah. Um, but Long so retreat. <laughs> that's I think that's all this stuff I, I learned at a young age and I realized that wisdom comes from experience, it comes from courage, not necessarily time. Usually time creates more more wisdom, but it really comes from your courage to do something. The most important thing you can do is make a decision now. It doesn't matter the result, because the result is an experience, the result is knowledge. The, the worst thing is delaying it for six months or a year, because you have one life. You have one life. And it's just like a video game. The farther, uh, the more decisions you make now, the more experience and the more options open up. See, all of a sudden you go, well, if I do it now, by the time I'm 50 or 60, I'm not only in better shape, I'm not only feeling better, I'm not only self-empowered, but now I've, I've got these great relationships, now I've got these really, truly great friends, uh, my, my marriage has gotten better, my kids understand me better, they look up to me, I have a new career, I have a new passion. I mean, if you didn't ever have, you were never sick, and I said, name the things you want in your life, I'm pretty sure that would be all of those, right? So the things you want, despite if you were sick, meaning your plan A, before you got distracted by plan B, which plan B was to survive and don't get die from the sickness, if you, if the things that are gonna solve plan B are also gonna give you plan A. And that was, the, that was the big change for me, that's why I got into natural medicine, because I realized the very things that were gonna heal my Crohn's and Clydes were the very things I was going for anyways. It was the reason, I'm, the reason I moved to LA, I started modeling, got into fitness, or started doing motivational speaking, or working consulting people, is because I was learning how to be better, be a better person. And I was, and I was, that was a career. It wasn't, it wasn't a falsity. It was a connection and energy and a learning experience for both of us. And that's why I still consult today. It was feeding your soul. It was feeding my soul. Yeah. And when I get on the phone with someone who's sick and they don't feel like they have any options, it's like, watch this. Let's do it. Simplify. Boom. What's your daily protocol? What are we eating? Why do you want that? Why do you want that? And I, a lot of times people say, well, should I eat this? And I'll say, what does your energy tell you? Mm -hmm. Say, what you got to tell you? Because the goal is not to give you a one, two, three step. The goal is to empower you. Give a man a fish for a day, you feed him for, you feed him for the day, right? Mm -hmm. Give a man a fishing pole, you feed him for life. There is no one, two, three step. It's nutritional plans, diet programs, all this. It's all just ideas. You need to learn the, 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 the jigsaw puzzle of it all. Learn how food works. What are the theories of food? There's only 60 different foods you could even nail off the top of your head. There was somebody I met, and I'm trying to remember his name, doctor or something, but he, he said you can tell what your body wants by smelling the food first. Yeah. He said if you smell it, and you'll actually feel like, do I want this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Now, did you always have strong faith, or did your faith get stronger when you were closer to dying? Um, yeah, I would say that whenever I go through a hard time, my hands usually tend to come together. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should always be I know, faith. exactly. <laughs> they tend to come together. <laughs> OK, I know last month I was talking shit. <laughs> This month, I don't think I got it all. I don't know all the answers. Um, I think that I was always, I've, I think I've always been someone who's been energetically inclined to feel energy. I've just been aware of certain things in life. I feel like I can feel people um, on a deep sense. I think it's just something I, I can do. And then for me, that just made me spiritual because I believe. Uh, I would always try to put it in tangible ways that made sense to me and to simplify it. Uh, so I think I always had it. Mm -hmm. When I was 14, I got myself uh, baptized in Nebraska. <laughs> I was visiting a friend on a thousand acre farm. There was no one around. But I just, um, I went through some hard times with my, my family at a young age. They got divorced and all this stuff. So instead of 
going towards violence or drugs or whatever, I actually went towards God. I felt like that was something. And I luckily had my best friend's family to help support me. Um, so I always had that. And then I and then I just started seeing how life worked. And I just started seeing the divineness of life that was just obvious to me. You know, like uh, if you believe you're gonna heal, what are the chances you're gonna heal? Greater. Higher. Yeah, much mm -hmm. higher. Okay, belief. Belief is the most powerful form. Belief is nothing. What is love? It's nothing. It's not tangible. It's nothing. It's fake. But it's real. We'll kill ourselves over it. That's how much we believe it's real. Sure, we'll start a war. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Denounce the ideas. Yeah. So how, how do we believe so much? Yeah, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. If I, if I walk and I say I'm in love with that person, that is a divine, in, like, irrational statement. It's not real, it's not, it, nothing is real about that. It, maybe it's placebo, but what if placebo was the root cause of what spiritualism or God is? Meaning, if I, if I believe, my life gets better. If I don't believe, my life never got better. That difference is God, and it is real as belief is. Meaning, it's mm -hmm. as real as it is. So it's just as tangible as anything else, because if you saw a dramatic difference in your life through faith or spiritualism, and it was placebo or it was not, there was still a difference. And if you didn't have it, there was no difference. What do you call that? That is nothing but everything at the same time. That is divine. That is creation. Thought is creation. Right. You know, always. Well, and you know, we can't see the air we breathe, but it's yeah. there, yeah. right? And I guarantee when people really look, there's more proof of God than there is of the air we breathe. But oh, everybody yeah. always loves to say, well, I don't know, I can't believe, you know, this, that, or whatever, but there's so much proof, but you just yeah. have to open up to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, with that being said, so there was a lot of divine appointments in your life, even starting at a young age. Yeah. What divine appointments did you have when you were sick? Did you encounter any miracles that you can remember? Um, the first... Other than you're alive. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, that is a miracle. You know, I think I... One, the whole experience being really sick made me in touch, okay? Touch someone, to be in touch yeah. is to have be a deep sense of awareness of inside. It, you have to become in touch. All humans should be in touch. That's where you... Energy is way more powerful than your mindset and what you analytically think. When no something's right for you, calm down, take a breath, do meditation for 15 minutes, and then feel it. Put your hand on your belly, feel it. Your answer's right there. Um, so, uh, first night I came back, I came back from a modeling job and it was a three day shoot and I was shooting thousands of dollars of clothes and I was super sick. I was running to the best room every two seconds. I was having cold sweats on uh, set. I was completely anemic, 30 pounds overweight. I was almost fainting on set. And you know, I was living the life. I was getting paid, I think I was getting paid, uh, honestly, around six, six or seven thousand dollars to be there for three days. And um, you know, that would cover all my bills and all that, but I was probably being able to stand running to the restroom. I became so upset after I came back because I had no options that I came back, called up my, my family and said, that's it, I'm not doing anything except unless it's helping me heal. I'm just gonna do this. So I came back and I had just been reading Jordan Rubin's book, which was a catalyst for me to start believing. That's why I say Jordan Rubin's, his spiritualism and his belief in God, it, it just, it was a catalyst for me to say, this is something I can relate to, I can do this too. If he can do it, I can do it. Those were my mentors. The words in those books, Susan Blums was great too, immune system recovery, Jordan Rubin, Patient Healing Self Maker's Diet, um, The Healing Code. There was a, a few of them that I just read that just got me going. So I went home, took paper, macheted all sides of it, uh, got a whole, went to Staples, got a hole puncher, punched three holes through it, and took pins, safety pins, and safety pinned 40 pages together. 
and then I just called it 40 Days and 40 Nights. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 40 Days and 40 Nights, which was a funny movie by the guy right? who was absolutely Yeah, we know his arc. Yeah, exactly. I just said 40 Days and 40 Nights, so I said, okay, let me just start putting together my, what I'm going to do. So I said, all right, well, um, and I just read, and I took what I read, and I just, I would highlight, underline, say, can you use that? And I would just take from it. It was like making your own soup. Mm -hmm. oh, there you go. And so, like, within, uh, so my first thing I said is, Maker's Diet was all about believing in God's diet. Um, so I said, well, let me just start with this. I can't, my first rule, my, my only rule was, it can, it, I'll do anything that will, can only help me and can't hurt me. Mm -hmm. Prayer. So. Got down on my, got right down on my knees on the side of my bed, put my hands there, and I prayed for about five minutes. But what I noticed what was so different about this time was it gave me a sense of peace. It gave me a sense of faith. I sat there for probably 15 minutes, um, which most people you're, you're lucky to sit down for 30 minutes before it feels uncomfortable, right? Yeah. The reason it feels uncomfortable is because you're not in touch, and you're too scared everyone's going to see you get in touch. You see, yeah. Yeah, you're, not, you're just scared someone's going to see you getting in touch. Why are we so scared of someone seeing us pray? Have you ever tried praying in front of your girlfriend? I had a girlfriend at the time. You ever praying pray for your boyfriend or girlfriend at night? You guys will have sex with each other, but you won't pray in front of each other, right? So it's like, it's, that's, that's where that, that uncomfortableness is where there's room to grow. Getting in touch and showing your soul um, and being okay in that position, it was like putting my guard down, and it felt like... Um, I was putting faith in myself and my spirit that I was meant for more and I wasn't a disabled person and I wasn't meant to be sick and I was meant to be healthy and I was investing in myself and I was asking for God's help. So that, you call it placebo, you call it whatever you want, that you, when, you, when you set yourself up for success like that, you're starting with faith. Faith is doing something without knowing for sure. Then you add some hard work in there which means you get up and you're consistent about what you do and you stay true. Because I think God, if you ask something to God, you're just going to be tested. So you guys are going to say, sure, okay, here you go. See how you do. Be careful what you wish for most of the time. I want to be married and have three kids. All right, try it out. <laughs> um, so, you know, <laughs> I want purpose in my life. Here's 56 people. Deal with all these people. So, um, so that's what I did. And, uh, and I just felt rewarded. And within three days, I slept through the night fully without waking up for the first time in eight months. Wow. And it was like eight months of trying gluten-free and refined wow. sugar-free and all this wow. stuff and all these drugs. And what was my daily protocol at that time? I was, I got in touch with my energy. Once I started praying, I started noticing that like, calm down, come to peace. And I realized, you know what? When I wake up, I feel sad in the dark. Open the curtains immediately. Whoosh. That's the first thing I did in the morning. Wake up open the curtains, take an aromatherapy, do my prayer, and then say my purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, What was God, your purpose Yonanya. at that moment? My, the purpose of my day is to heal myself of Crohn's colitis, be the best model doctor I can be, and also be the best son, uh, the best son and brother that I can be. That is the purpose of my day, and I devout myself to that. In your name I pray. Amen. Morning and night. The purpose of my day, the purpose of my day has been to heal myself of Crohn's and colitis, to be the best model doctor I can be, uh, be the best uh, brother, uh, son, I can be and make this world a better place. Amen. Right? Every night. And I would just breathe that in. And I would breathe it in and breathe it in. And next thing, go to bed at 10.30. I read all of a sudden that, you know, sleep before midnight was twice as effective. Melatonin's highs from 10.30 in the morning till 2.30 at night. Doesn't cost you anything. So you're 47-year-old, you have two kids. They need to be bed by what? 7.30 anyways. So what are you doing? Drinking your beer, watching the tube, getting radiation from this thing. Go light some candles. 
breathe in aromatherapy, do 20 minutes of meditation, play some Bob Marley, and go to bed at 10.30. <laughs> you know? And, and you'll be surprised. And if you have yeah. back acne, same thing, your adrenal glands, everything works. In, if you take something out of the ecosystem, it messes up the whole ecosystem, right? The whole food chain. You take something out of your body, same thing. If you fix your adrenal glands, you start to fix your gut. If you fix your gut, you start to fix your adrenal glands. If you fix your gut and your adrenal glands, you start to fix your mindset. You start to fix uh, your, your back acne. You start to fix your breath. You start to fix uh, your energy levels. You start to fix your memory. You start to fix your Alzheimer's. Or you start to fix your autism, dyslexia. Oh, and now you become more empowered than you ever were before you got in this dark hole. So now you're more in touch. Now you're more self-empowered. Now you're more aware. Now you're more energetic. Now you're more positive. Now you're more able to deflect negative things out of life. You think this is the last thing you're going to deal with? No. Not if you're going to keep living. Now let's talk about as you heal, as you become more empowered. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, there, we're carrying a lot of spiritual weight when we're sick or maybe the things that happened to us before we got sick, maybe... Mm -hmm you know, bad relationships, bad finances, whatever, that becomes spiritual weight. So it's something I talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. So now as you become more empowered, a lot of times you need to get rid of people too. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's very important for healing. Mm -hmm. Did you encounter that? That you, because uh, to really clean up your life, it means cleaning up the people in it too. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like the prayer and the, happiness and empowerment they want if to you're see not, if you're not things. anyone out there who says who's not willing yeah. to pray i don't care how stubborn you are or what you believe i don't care if you don't believe in any god or anything pray to yourself okay if you're not willing to do that then you're not willing to be in touch and you're going to be sick in one way or the other because you're not allowing yourself to purge how you feel don't pray to yourself talk to yourself put your hands together or just meditate on it do something that is a, a direct action in in release of that of that and in just when you calm your mind, it's going to make everything simpler. What do I eat? What do I do? So you got to do that. People. That was uh, that was a really, really hard one for me. Mm -hmm. um, me too. You know, one thing I noticed is that when I started living for the way I needed, those people kind of just got out because I stopped going where they were going. I stopped and feeding doing them. what they were doing. Yeah. And when you stop feeding it, they tend to go their other way. There's no conflict 99% of the time. Uh, I was, um, yeah, I was in a relationship for a lot of years that, that was tough and eventually it had to go. But that person, um, so anyone who might have that, believe me, I can relate with the hardest. I had, I was in a relationship with a girl who I was with for three and a half years and we were each other's rocks. We both had gone through some stuff. She took care of me when I was sick and we started dating before I got sick. So she started dating Mr. 180 pound male model who had an ego size of Texas. And what she got was a sick kid with Crohn's and colitis covered in cystic acne who had gotten 30 times a day. She didn't leave, she didn't blink an eye. Um, that was really horrible. That's really nice. Um, yeah, she was an amazing person. I still think she's an amazing person. Um, but, I, you know, if for whatever reason, I, I didn't, you know, we didn't feel like we were going to be married and have kids together and all that type of stuff. And uh, So, eventually, it didn't, you kind of let that go. You do, you know, two years, three years, five years. I mean, time. Yeah. Time is what you have. Um, so when I let that go, I mean, she, 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 yeah, she took care of me. She took care of me when I was sick. Even when I got out of the hospital, we were broken up. But she came back and would cook me meals, would dress me, uh, help like put on my shoes. And you guys still friends? Uh, 
<laughs> when you well, go, when you have something like that, the ends hard. Yeah, ends hard. yeah the ends ends are hard. Yeah. Ends are hard. Yeah. I think also to not even just relationships, but sometimes to better our health, we need to choose different friends too. It's like a very yeah very I was, important in your healing. I was very I'm very grateful. I have the best guy friends in the world. Yeah. I don't think there's many. I my I lived uh, with one of my guy friends who was so awesome. He's still one of the best buddies, Morgan and. Uh, I talk to him. I talk to him pretty much still every other day, all the time. He's traveling all the world with his girlfriend now, and it's just, you know. And but we're both just so adamant about positivity, and doing great things in this world. And he's he's going to change the world, I believe. And uh, so yeah, I have the best guy friends who've always been supportive of me. And we like what I look for. When I look for a guy friend, even now, uh, if I'm talking with one of my buddies, it's about positivity, being solution oriented, being open and real, and not focusing on what's negative, and being willing to take action. And being someone who wants to make change for not only themselves, not just make a pile of money, but do it for a reason, a cause, a purpose, a conscious capitalism. So, that's great. So you say, so you say the more we fill in one direction, uh -huh. the more we fill in another direction. The more we're able to fill in the other direction. Yes. yes. So let's talk about your business, because this is a happy subject. Okay. So how are you helping people reverse the effects of chronic colitis? So what I did when I healed, after my year-long battle, I realized that there's a million diets, there's a million things. A lot of you have felt you've read so even conflicting things out there, right? What I realized is we don't need to give people a one, two, three step. We need to empower people to make the decisions that are best for them. And I call that my SHIELD program. So SHIELD is your natural defenses in life to be able not only to deflect negative energy, disease, people, mm -hmm. but also go where you want to go. SHIELD is the six pillars of health, and it's an acronym for supplements, herbs, imagination, exercise, lifestyle, diet. So I look at those six different things and I say, what are the core systems that are going to get, cultivate the most energy? Because the root of that is energy, right? Hot manifestation, positive energy deflecting negative energy. What supplements are going to be core, core? What herbs are going to be core? Imagination, the perception of investment, instead of the perception of sacrifice. I can't go out, I can't drink alcohol, I can't have gluten. Who cares? Where do you want to do with your life, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> investment, who, where are you going? Who are you investing in? The earlier you invest, the more powerful you want to be. You want to be Zeus? Here you go. Okay? So, exercise. Are we exercising for health or are we exercising for performance? You can have an eight pack and you can have be 210 pounds of pure muscle. But who cares if you have all these other problems going on and you have to mm -hmm. work 90 hours a week and take all this up that's terrible for you to stay there. And I know there's a lot of, I've had a few uh, fitness celebrity people reach out to me and say they've had uh, colitis and inflammation of the gut. And I think it's because of the stuff they're putting in their guts. I know I had problems with all this GNC products type stuff. So uh, exercise, lifestyle, identifying energy, cultivating positive energy, reducing negative energy. What is your lifestyle? Where do you live? Who are your friends? What, how do you respond to people? And you know everything. That's that energy part of it. And then the big one, diet. Everyone's learning, wondering about diet. The biggest thing I teach with diet is I really don't even offer many people different recipes. What I'm trying to teach you is the philosophy of food. What is the what is the problem with sugar? What, how can you use fruit? What about food mixing? So an example would be, let's say I made you the perfect meal. Everyone in the world said, "Yep, check mark, perfect meal." Okay, I gave it to you. Uh, and you said, no, that was great. And I said, okay, well, let's go run five miles, but on the fifth mile, I'm going to hand it off to you, and I want you to eat that meal on the fifth, mi fifth mile. How do you think you can do with that perfect meal? You're not going to feel too good, right? So that's the relativity of your body state. We know, based on those dramatic ways, that the, the state of your body matters. 
So it's not just what you're eating, it's how you're eating it, the state of it. Making sure you're salivating, that engages your parasympathetic nervous system. Breathe it in. I think a lot of people who pray, or bef pray before they're eating, there's a benefit there because you're taking a few minutes to get it around you. I mean, how many of you are mouthwater when you're, mm -hmm. when you're waiting to eat? At Thanksgiving, right? You're like, yeah. I'm going to tear this up if someone doesn't want to eat this. <laughs> right? So, getting a second there. Um, food mixing, you know, sugars don't do well with slightly acidic foods such as meat or grains. So, if you're going to eat uh, fruits, probably eating them alone is going to be better than mixing them in with a piece of steak. Steak will sit in your gut, takes longer to digest. The fruit will go back through really quickly. What happens to the sugars in your stomach? They start to putrefy, they start to ferment in your gut, leading to candida and yeast problems. Um, all those sorts of other issues. So looking at the food mixing, I wouldn't mix grains and meats. Um, the biggest one, organic. You are an organic person, you are, your soul, everything is from this planet, it needs real food. When you eat something conventional, you get less nutrients, okay? And I always say, imagine you're digging for gold, okay? We're out in the West, it's 1845, we're looking for gold. Uh, I got two shovels, okay? One side we have organic, one side we have conventional. Conventional means that you have to dig five times as much dirt to get the same amount of gold, okay? It's five times as much energy trying to get that nugget of vitamin A, vitamin C, uh, D, B, vitamin D, B complex, whatever you want to call it, right? Second problem is on the conventional side, you have fumes coming out of the dirt as you're digging it that are literally making you intoxicate and go nuts. Okay, so now you have to wear gas masks and you got to figure things out. Now you have to take time off because you have too much, you can't even breathe it in. Where over here, you have massive amounts of gold per square you know, meter of dirt and the dirt is clean. You could, you could swim in it, you can do backflips in it, it doesn't matter. Okay, that's basically GMO and organic. When you're eating GMO glyphosate foods, you're not only getting less nutrients, but you have more matter to digest, and then you have to get rid of the toxins, which your body really can't get rid of all of them because you're putting them in all day long. No wonder you're sick. Just try going organic for a month. Try going, and then, you know, what's the thing with gluten and dairy? What people don't realize, the common problem with dairy and gluten is they're both amino acids that are really hard to break down in the stomach. Stomach, small intestine, large intestine. This is your furnace, this is your wood chipper. Your wood chipper has a really hard time breaking down gluten. It has a really hard time breaking down uh, dairy, lactose, casein, sugar-based protein, amino acid. Because they're really hard, they don't get broken down, guess what? They go into the small intestine, the large intestine. What do you think they do in there? They get stuck in your villi, which are your fingers in your digestive system, and then they don't get properly absorbed. So what does your immune system obviously do? Comes, do, 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 we gotta get rid of that. Boom, shoots a grenade, blows it up so that that can get absorbed, but what does that do to your stomach lining? Causes inflammation. Inflammation is a natural response. It's good, it's how the body protects itself. You have chronic inflammation. Now what happens after 10 years of this? Okay, now you have IBS, bloating, irritable bowel, you know, potentially IBD, and now because you have uh, inflammation in your gut, you get leaky gut where things can actually leak into your bloodstream. So now you have all these things leaking in your bloodstream causing uh, brain fog, causing uh, autism, memory loss, ADHD, uh, multiple sclerosis, Crohn's disease, uh, just massive, massive issues. Now you have food sensitivity where when you eat gluten, your hands might smell, you might get snuffed up, you might get brain fog, you might get diarrhea, you might get bloating. Uh, and this can even lead to a potential allergy or something very serious. It can be life-threatening life to you. So when it's in your bloodstream, 
that's a whole, now you have this vicious cycle. You have open wounds in your gut and you have undigested food particles and it can get so bad what it did with me where any food can't be digested because your immune system is so turned on and the drugs and the doctors are going to go, turn the immune system off, turn the immune system off, like cut the power, cut the power. Okay, now the power is off to your body. So now you just have all these pathogens and all these problems, but you're walking around like no symptoms. Why? Because your power source is cut off. Now you're susceptible to cancer, tuberculosis, all these problems. Mm -hmm. You're not treating the root cause here. So that's where I was. I couldn't eat anything. Avocado, nothing. I couldn't eat anything because it was all just, I had so much inflammation, so much damage, so much skull tissue, so many ulcerations, fissures, strictures, all this stuff, just completely a mess. Uh, you know, I had to use immunosuppressants and prednisone, which saved my life. I'd probably be dead if I didn't have those drugs. So it's not like they're terrible. It's just they're not a long-term solution. So when you look at diet, you want to say, I would just say one thing because I know we're running out of time. If you're looking at diet and you're saying, what do I do with all this information? Ask yourself, how does a baby go from baby food to human or adult food? You can't give a baby a piece of chicken and fries, but you can eat it. Why? And what is baby food? We know baby food is nurturing to a young digestive system that is not empty. So going back to the idea of that, elemental shakes, liquid, maybe potentially fasting for a little bit, getting you some time. But baby food increases absorption and reduces any inflammation because there's nothing for it to really break down. It's genius. You can get an organic vegan shake and you can use certain types of herbs and certain types of supplements to reduce the inflammation and increase its ability right there with, uh, without any kind of problems. So someone might be able to go on a two-week uh, liquid diet, which really isn't as bad as you think. You can do a whole foods based or use something like Absorb Plus. You can buy that on my website. It's a great product made, from, made by someone who passed Crohn's who's been in remission for 25, 30 years. Fantastic product specifically for Crohn's and colitis called Absorb Plus. Um, so when you do that, you go on a liquid diet or something of that nature, you say, whoa, I can get massive absorption I can reduce the issue of undigested systems. Vegan shake, hmm, let's see, unrefined sugar-free, gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, all free. I can add uh, amino acids, I can get carbohydrates, I can get cold-pressed fats, all of that straight into my system. Now I'm getting the biggest amount of gold for the least amount of digging. It's literally, it's going and taking a four-pound nugget and throwing it back like that. Four-pound nugget, throwing it back like that. I mean, you're gonna get a crane for how much gold you're digging up at that point. Now you add in meditation, now you add in happiness, now you add in uh, sun, now you add in Bob Marley, now you add in organized uh, house, kitchen, candles, uh, gratefulness, deflecting negative energy. Uh, now you add in, uh, keep growing your diet, now you add in certain supplements, maybe you need uh, more vitamin A, uh, fish oil, vitamin D, uh, maybe add in colostrum, which is mother's milk and enzyme to help rebuild that villi, probiotics, cheating the microbiome. Boom, look at that. I just named 50 things. See, you just start here and you explode it. So that's how I went from couldn't move to drug-free in the best shape of my life. I can run five miles straight right now. Um, I do a lot of functional movement stuff. So I do a lot of athletic movement stuff to prepare my body to be strong for life. And um, it's just constantly learning. I mean, it's all out there. And the benefit of us today, we might not have all the organic food. We might have, have best systems in place. But we have the internet, we have technology, and we have a massive amount of resources at our fingertips. You want vitamin D? Go up, order it, it'll be at your house in two days. Someone wanted vitamin D two years ago? Try to, you know, figure out where you can get it, sit in the sun for four hours a day, you know? If our viewers want more information about you, how do they find your information? Do you have a website? You yes. Uh, so, 
my website's Crohn'sColitisLifestyle.com and uh, Crohn'sColitisLifestyle.com. If you want to follow me, I usually will post things on Instagram. That's at DaneJohnson1. And uh, Facebook is Facebook.com slash Crohn'sColitisLifestyle. Uh, I would suggest starting out with my six tips to healing Crohn's and colitis. It's on my website. It's a free download. You just type in your email address. Then you'll get an email once every two or three days with some tips on how to build your daily protocol, how to what's the difference between a protein shake and a healing shake, things like that, little blogs to give you some ideas. Excellent. And um, What would you like your legacy to be before we wrap it up? Oh, man, you know what? One of my best friends just asked me that the other day. Uh, he said, what's your legacy? He goes, you're out here, you're doing this, but what's your mm -hmm. legacy? I want to make, uh, I'd say one, to make being healthy cool. Uh, being healthy, being empowered, hip, cool, the thing to do. Like, why are you smoking cigarettes kind of thing? Like, you know, why are you eating gluten? Why are you, why are you eating night? Why aren't you eating organic? Why aren't you investing in yourself? You know, in our society, we do so much to impress each other. Like, all the, like, the, the way we dress, how much money we have, the way we, our car, how big our house is. But the, I think the future, how we're really going to impress each other, especially millennials, is your energy, what you're passionate about in life, um, and your health of your body. You know, how big is the mansion of your heart? You know, how big is the mansion of your energy? Because anyone could buy a big ass house that they take care of and, and waste all their money. But no, it's not as easy to really live an abundant life. Who wants to be in a relationship or be around people who are just going to be that that's where we're going to go is, is we're going to a state of it's cool to be healthy, it's cool to be empowered, it's cool to be smart, it's cool to be wise to building a future. I mean, how many of you out there would love to start your own company that changes the world and doing it with your three best friends? No boss, no, no money issues, uh, no, you, don't, you can work over the computer. You know, one of the things what we're doing with my company is when you go through the SHIELD program, I'm now building a way that they can become nutritionists and coaches themselves. So not only can they heal themselves, but I can help them become digital entrepreneurs so that they can make a living, a living. helping living others living. through the same thing right. they did. And they can be in Fiji. Right. I don't care if you're in Fiji. I don't care if you're in Canada. I don't care if you're in Texas. And it's all online. You're doing something that matters. So it's like, look at that change. Like here you are at the worst thing. Worst thing. And then look at this. I mean, if this never happened to you, you'd probably be working in an office. You'd probably be making $35,000 a year doing whatever. And now you have an opportunity to really change the world and make a living and, and go live in Bali. Go, you know, there's no, you can do whatever you want. So it's not about sacrifice, it's about an investment. Go to school for yourself. Go to start learning how to be the best version of you. You don't necessarily need college. You don't necessarily need a master's degree or a doctorate to, to make huge change in this world, to have passion and to find true love. And, you get in touch, you're going to be able to get in touch with everything else a lot easier. So I think it's, uh, it all comes together. Love it. Love it. It's great. Tell them one more time your website before we go. Crohn'sColitisLifestyle.com. Uh, we also have a nonprofit I didn't mention. It's called eFundYourHealth.com. And that aims to help make natural, functional medicine affordable to those who can't afford it. Our healthcare uh, system in America is a, is a shame, it's in shambles, it's crap. And uh, we know that this stuff is expensive. So um, we will be helping raise money and creating campaigns for people who can't afford this stuff.
Very cool. No, that's yeah. a cool part of your right. legacy, Jay. There it is. You like it. The non-problem. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on our Thanks, show, guys. Dave. You're a pleasure. Thanks, and Jackie, for our audience. Reset, Reset because, because you deserve, deserve it. it.